Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Pod Network Entertainment. Going on, this is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zila Dragunov. The star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to me. And you're listening to And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Emil Nate checking in on a Picks of the Week episode. Um, it's been a while since I've last recorded uh, an episode with you guys. Um, obviously, due to circumstances that I didn't want to happen. Uh, so, you know, uh, without really going into too many details, my Lola passed away. A couple of weeks ago, um, I am still reeling from that. And I'm just, uh, as I told Emil before we started recording, I am just trying to get by with as minimal work as possible. So um, I'm just glad to be back on the pod. Glad to be injecting whatever form of normalcy I can back into my routine. So, uh, Yon, uh, thank you for holding the fort the, uh, the last couple of weeks while I've been away. And I really uh, do miss everybody. So let's get to work. Right. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, from news palang that happened over the weekend, some stuff that we got to react to, and then champ, it's our picks of the week episode. But before we get to all of that, Emil, we have a lot of stuff going on, and I'm sure uh, our listeners would love to know how they can get the inside pass on being a wrestling wrestling podcast patron. All right, so you get some sweet benefits by uh, joining in on our Patreon. Uh, it's at uh, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for so it's five dollars or 260 to 270 pesos in our local currency. First, you get uh, to join in our, on our Discord community where uh, you can interact with your fellow podcast and talk to us about anything. We also host some watch parties. So um, if things happen, things don't happen, we will have two uh, massive November uh, PLEs. Uh, we got Crown Jewel and we have Survivor Series and also Full Gear. Forgot. Uh, there's, there's another major major pay-per-view Full Gear. So um, we'll uh, keep. We'll keep I we'll keep an eye on those for you, um, and also we have uh, uh, if you've been noticing we've been doing this uh, uh, new ways of uh, doing our pasavice, and if you join our uh, Patreon, you'll get some uh, sweet uh, discounts on the service fees 
that uh, pinapatong namin uh, whenever people would want to get their authentic wrestling merch, uh, WWE shop, AW shop, or any other wrestling merch that you want to get. Also, uh, um, in our Patreon is the review content of the weekly wrestling shows courtesy of Row and Rowan. And uh, again, by uh, subscribing uh, to our Patreon, you're basically supporting everything that we do here in the podcast. So again, uh, it's at uh, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. First, though, as $5. All right, sounds good. Uh, you know, sabing ni Emil, we've got some big pay-per-views and PLEs to close out 2023. Uh, malamang sa malamang viewing party tayo for at least one of them. So just stay yes. tuned for that. Just follow us on social media, facebook.com/slash/wrestling/wrestling/podcast. Same handle on the IG if you want to know what's going on in terms of the PLE viewing parties. Uh, regarding the pasabais, a quick update for some of our listeners and customers. Uh, some of your orders have actually arrived already. So hihintayin lang natin na makompleto yung mga uh, orders for people who uh, who bought multiple pieces of clothing para lang isang ano na yun, isang pickup na yun. So uh, it's coming along well. And if you want your authentic wrestling merch, you know where to find us to get in on that pasabay run, especially since Black Friday is about a month away. All right, um, we're going to start with some weekend reactions because this was a pretty big weekend in the world of wrestling. And so... So, what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, how about we start with this news from uh, the top guy in Endeavor, Ari Emanuel. He's the biggest boss of all the big bosses. My reports na lumabas over the weekend that he has uh, taken Vince McMahon out of WWE Creative. Obviously, wala akong opinion on this. <laughs> I'm going to cede the floor to the two of you. I'm just going to tell you na nangyari yun and no, 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 that everybody no. has an opinion on it. No, I, I, I got context to it. Um, it's not just that. Because there's a little more... <laughs> Uh, there's a little more detail to that. Because yes, uh, the the biggest news is that um, Triple H. Let's uh, let's contextualize it properly. Triple H is now the man in charge of creative. It's not just Vince is gone from creative. Shempre, yes, um, that's the implication of it. But the biggest news of Talaga is Triple H finally assuming the role completely. And the the kicker here is that. Um, we don't know this, but the subtext obviously was that uh, Vince tried to sell the company so that the new buyer, uh, the new owner, would put him back in charge in a roundabout way that you know circumvents the entire criminal trial. Yeah, and you know, uh, for for his um, well alleged uh, uh, sexual violations, if you will. So um, at first, uh, Ari Emanuel, when he made and uh, when he made TKO. He promised a lot of the a lot of the people around the world that Vince would be in charge because Vince knows the business. And then eventually we get to this week, this weekend, last weekend, last week, where um, it's been. I think this has been. I know. I think this has been publicly declared by Ari Emanuel himself. Because it's not something that's being whispered behind the scenes. Eh? Uh, I know that he took Vince out of the creative power. Uh, position because uh, in a manner of speaking um, when stocks of uh, TKO plummet or you know plummeted but dropped it was because of Vince so uh, it's uh, it's an acknowledgement of the fact that uh, business is just better with Triple H uh, a lot of people have been uh, standing by that whether it's inside or outside the company uh, whether it's the employees and the wrestlers or the fans like us who watch uh, from the outside looking in. So um, really interesting. Uh, 
karma has come around for the old yeah. man is basically the the big takeaway here and i mean I, it's it's pretty clear that dinaman said deserve nimo without that's another story entirely but deserve triple h at least to uh cement himself in the position of power because um i don't think it requires uh specific expertise on pro wrestling to know or to understand that things are just better now like i i know a few people who prefer the vince mcmahon style uh, i don't know if they're trolling or whatever but um business has been up quality has been up uh, morale has been up and you can't go wrong with this so endeavor is smart enough to realize now you know you see the sabini rona ever since triple h took over every week or every month we will hear may balita na oh for this town record yung attendance record has been surpassed like we hear that every month ever since triple h took over so that means business is good and you don't rock the boat by changing something so again there's a saying if it ain't broke don't fix it so they let you know they let triple h just do his thing and vince can you know um can go can uh spend the rest of his days with the, all the money that he got from the Sale. Yung karma, no? Like he thought he was gonna weasel his way back into WWE <laughs> Creative when he when he made the sale. And that was also the fears no mga tao when the sale was made. Like people yeah. parang natatakot yung mga tao na at that point Triple H was I think it was after the first WrestleMania under Triple H and the things were good, then people parang ng fear, like me included, na oh boy. Vince is gonna be back again in, in sometime soon. Pero good thing uh Endeavor realized that things are better under Triple H. I kind of called this uh a while back when I th- I think I if I remember correctly, when the whole sale was announced, when the merger was announced. Uh, um I called this somewhere and uh Ari Emanuel, the businessman, can't just let slide the fact that uh Triple H is doing better or is making the company do better in control. And then it's not when Vince is around. So uh, eventually it was going to happen sometime, you know. Uh, I didn't expect it to be now, but, you know, I welcome it. Uh, I welcome the fact that naisahan si Tatang. And it's a good thing. Like, um, I, 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 I received more hope for the world after hearing this news. <laughs> I'm just yes. really curious kung wrestling fan ba si Ari Emanuel. Like, you know, um, I I guess I didn't expect him to be, uh, to, to like be viewing the product as much as we do. So um, in as much as uh, it, I, I guess it's amazing that he has his own insight into the business. I wonder what his product knowledge is. I, I don't think it's a matter of him understanding yung creative. I think it's a matter of him understanding yung figures and yung, yes. uh, in, yung sentiment surrounding the company, right? Like, um can't be or you can't be a billionaire if you don't know how to read the room right so uh, although vince managed to make it so there's that but um it's it's not about if you're not a wrestling fan you don't know exactly what's going on and how to rate everything that's going on but um if you see that the stock is going down because of this guy, then Chempre, uh you do everything in your power to correct it i think um that's not I don't think you need to be in yet. As, as I was saying, you don't need to be a wrestling expert or a hardcore fan to really understand this and make this kind of judgment call. Yeah. 
All right. So that's uh, one of the first things we got to react to. Here's the next one. Surprise, surprise. Nick Aldis is now in <laughs> WWE canon. He is now the new general manager of Friday Night SmackDown. It is official. In fact, sina Adam Pierce and Triple H panga yung nag-incorporate sa kanya into official WWE canon. Nick Aldis is all of 36 years old. He's younger than our very own Chino Liao. And <laughs> as far as we know, Nick Aldis is still a full-time wrestler. In fact, sabi niya sa interview niya with Chris Van Vliet na he has no plans of retiring yet from entering competition. That being said, sinabi rin nina Nick Aldis and his wife, Mickey James, na uh, matagal din niyang uh, pina, you know, pinangarap, uh, pinagnasahan to be a part of WWE. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, like, this is our desire to get to the highest level of uh, the industry. And, you know, for Nick Aldis to get to this point, albeit not as a full-time wrestler, he is uh, an on-screen personality, right? So, uh, yeah. what are your feelings on this? Especially given the fact now when Triple H announced Nick Aldis, the, the people in the arena were like, eh, okay, uh. who's this Nick Aldis guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we know si Nick Aldis, but I'm yeah. sure that not everybody in the arena yeah. uh, during that episode of SmackDown knew who the national treasure was. Go, Emil. Go for I it. I mean, I'm happy for... First of all, I'm happy for Nick Aldis. I mean, to get a gig where you get paid more than what you got before and then... You're not get, you're not really taking bumps each week. That is that is a big W for him. Maybe maybe in some parts like he yeah. wants mm-hmm. he wants to get in uh, back in the ring. But this is already a, a great gig for him. Uh, like Adam Pierce, he gets to appear on TV each week. Gets to be a prominent figure on WWE television. Then he's healthy, not taking not uh, risking himself to get injured. So okay, neon. Like that was if that was me, I'd, I'd be fine with that. But course, He's a wrestler. Then Maka may desire especially to get back in the ring, which I think will happen at some point. Na, uh, because he's still young. He's what thirty six. Ah, mas mga matanda pa ngayon bang wrestler sa kanya. So, oh, si Chino mas matanda pa sa kanya. <laughs> so malamang may wrestler na mas matanda pa sa kanya. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Th- now I think feel like there will be at some point there will be a chance that we will get to see him back in the ring. Yeah. Um. No. 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 Um. Oh, one thing. The one. Wait, the one way I know that the SmackDown crowd noise isn't pumped is because uh, nobody really reacted to Nick Aldis being named. Like, I mean, who the to fuck be is fair, this guy? Di siya nag-enta, talagang they just introduce no, him. Just no, he, no. I mean, even if, even if you don't need the the music to get a pop, right? Um, na, Emil. Remember in 2016 when Gallows and Anderson ran in to okay, Monday yeah, Night Raw? Yeah. They had no music, but people popped for them. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, people knew who Gallows and Anderson was. So, uh, yeah, so that was pretty bad. I think they, I don't know why, but they suddenly decided to make the shift and yeah, season premiere. Okay, yeah, but uh, they didn't do the legwork to establish Nick Aldis. Like, he didn't appear, you know, as a, a, one of those agents breaking up a fight or whatever, or in a backstage segment as a, an official randomly wandering around. There was no, there was no legwork. Um, it's one of those things that Triple H wanted to assume that the crowd knew him, and uh, they just didn't uh, for one reason or another. Like I don't blame them. Uh, a lot of people profess to being WWE only wrestling fans, and uh, that's not wrong. But uh, at the same time, um, you do have to do the work to cater to this audience. Like, not everyone is going to be a Gallows and Anderson. Not everyone is going to be an AJ Styles who, who is uh, a known entity. Like, uh, Nick Aldis's biggest uh, achievement was really uh, 
NWA world champion. And then nobody watches the NWA the way I did back in 2019. So um I, I felt bad for him because I don't know if he was expecting a pop. Like you got you remember uh the story of uh I think it was Chris Kirkpatrick asking JC if if anybody would remember them. <laughs> so I don't know if he had that kind of he he thought about that as well. But uh, what I I just feel bad for him because they didn't do the work to make sure there was a reaction. Like there was a little bit, but it was super lukewarm that you might might as well have pumped in your cheers uh to make it sound better on TV. So Wait, here's mind. my question for yeah, you. Yeah. Um, has there ever been a GM that had like such a huge buildup? Because remember, uh, you alluded to Adam Pierce slowly being integrated in as that bald agent na oh, breaking up fights. Yeah. But, but like Mike Adam Lee was also introduced the way Nick Aldis was, diba? Uh you mga uh, GMs na hindi naman no. wrestler or hindi naman characters beforehand. Usually ganun lang din naman yung yeah. intro sa kanila. Here's the new GM, it's this guy. Yes, that's right. Pero the thing is. People, or I think Triple H was expecting Nick Aldis to garner a reaction. Uh, the garner na, oh, kalala ko yun na. The Leo pointing meme at the TV, di ba? Because yeah. um, you don't trot out Nick Aldis randomly and then just trot him out randomly. Diba? You trot him out because you want people to recognize who he is. Uh, Teddy Long, Kurt Angle, uh, those people were known entities. And um, if... I think that if he were a rando who just appeared out of nowhere, I think they would he, he would have even gotten like a bigger uh, a bigger effort to explain his lore and who he is. But he did not. Yeah, um, I, I that's why I thought they were assuming people would know the the people in the arena that night at least would know who he is because they didn't they they thought they could get away with this. Yeah, and uh, in the past, the only GM that I know who had. Such a pop when he was introduced was Eric Bischoff back in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people knew Eric Bischoff, but right. yeah, people knew who Eric Bischoff is. He he's the guy that uh, competed against Vince for years. So people, even though he was from another company, people knew who he was. But Nick Aldis, like you know, really, who knows him? Like um, honestly, I only know him from the All In, the original All In, where he got <laughs> defeated by Cody Rhodes for the NWA right. World Title. But aside from that, you know, he's. The guy from Impact. Yun lang yung pagkakilala ng iba sa kanya, including me. So, so it was quite okay. He was he's now the GM, and you know, it's, um, yeah. It's actually pretty funny because uh, they're doing a lot more legwork for Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. Like, yeah, I was about to mention. Uh, one would think na maskilala ng tao sa si Jade Cargill because she appeared on AEW a lot, and AEW isn't just some random TNA Impact from ten years ago, right? It's not the small fry. Um, it is the other company that's also nationally televised. So uh, one would think that Jade Cargill doesn't need to be introduced like that, which is, but it's also helpful. But um, you would also think that someone like Nick Aldis, who was the champion of an NWA, was that was not like what it was forty years ago, would require some uh, a little more introduction. Mm-hmm. Although, although to be fair, wasn't Adam Pierce also introduced the same way? Now he was, now he just he came in. Sinasabiko. He just no, came in. He was no. there to break apart fights. He was, and he was so, yes, but out. he was slowly eased into this. Like, uh, alam mo mga backstage agents, yung mga producers, they don't get named or you know you don't trot them out to ex- to expect people to know who they are. Like, uh, yes, there were there was a Jamie Noble, there was a Joey Mercury, there was a Fit Finley from before. Hurricane Helms, yeah, but. 
they're not there to be the center of attention. They're there yeah. to be uh, backstage extras. And then if you knew who they were, then okay, the good for you. You you know your 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 trivia. But uh, this is a, a this is way different than a backstage producer role. So okay, uh, with with all of that being said, my expectations pa kayo for someone like a Nick Aldis with his uh, stature in the wrestling industry stepping into this new role. I mean, uh, it's it's kind it's kind of the same with what Adam Pierce does on Raw. He's just he's just the official making matches, official the official that makes decisions. I mean, you really don't have an expectation for for a figure like that. Maybe I, if he gets back in the ring, interesting again. Pero it again it will happen. Pero di ko pa sure kung kailan. Uh, I do think he's going to be the kind of William Regal general manager, not because they're both English, but uh, <laughs> because they are both imposing and then you can't just fuck around with them and, you know, they, uh, consider them pushovers because they, uh, they're, they're huge dudes. Both of them are huge dudes. And, uh, yeah, as Emil said, uh, this guy isn't fully retired. Like William Regal back in the day, um, he can still take you to a match in the ring if he really, really wanted to book himself in that kind of position. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's gonna be the difference. Like uh, Adam Pierce, he's big, but uh, he's been booked in a way that Menjo uh, mentioned non-violent, non-physical NPC. Yeah, it's a story, So um, there is that threat of uh, of of Nick Aldis taking his suit off and fucking with you. Would you want him to remain a babyface, or would you rather him have a heel to serve as a counter, a foil to Adam Pierce? The thing about uh, Nick Aldis is that when he was a heel, he carried himself so professionally in the NWA. Parang napaka gentleman ng character niya. That when he is, if he ever turns heel, I don't think you're gonna feel him turn heel. Like um, it's gonna be one of those things na uh, he'll be a little arrogant, he'll be brash, but uh, he won't be like a full on dick to you. Yeah, same thing. Uh, ano ni yung yung the way he presented himself on SmackDown, that's the general acceptable uh, mannerisms and attitude of an authority figure. I don't want him to go full heel because when full heel, medyo, minsan they steal the spotlight from the wrestlers, which I really don't like. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, heel general managers, that that kind of role is usually reserved if you're like smaller and uh, a little more fiendish. Yeah. Like say Eric Bischoff, right? Uh, I don't know who else was a heel. Paul Heyman, right? Vicky Guerrero. Uh, Vicky Guerrero. So those are usually reserved for people who look like they can't beat you up in the ring. And then uh, if 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 a heel Nick Aldis was your general manager, these are my imbananyan. Malaking nasa kupol pa sa bully pa sa, de ba? All right. Uh, any other thoughts on Nick Aldis being the new GM of SmackDown, or do you want to move on to AEW? Yeah, we can move on to yeah, AEW. So. All right, uh, that awkward Edge and Ricky yeah. Starks exchange <laughs> from Collision. Let's break that down. So, uh, you know, see, Edge came to the aid of uh, Brian Danielson, right? in the ring. And suddenly, out of nowhere, both Edge and Ricky Starks were taking shots at one another, alluding to things that were outside of the basic canon. So Edge called Ricky Starks a vanilla midget version of The Rock. And then see Ricky Starks was alluding to WWE, calling it the other place. And then saying, oh yeah, that one sent me over the edge. And it was very awkward. 
And uh, Ro, you and I have been in that very situation yeah. <laughs> in the ring with live mics in our hands where uh, we and the people we were cutting promos on both went off script. And it went very terribly <laughs> in such a small arena then. And it went much, much, much terribly, much more terribly in a huge arena like the venue of Collision over the weekend. So uh, what went wrong here? All right, so good. let's break it down. Um, Edge kind of started it, right? Uh, technically, he wasn't supposed to be that guy. He wasn't supposed to be that guy in the ring. Babanat, you know, just a match banat, siba. Uh, you you alluded to us being in that position. Yeah, uh, when you work, some of the people here, um, they're they're really focused on getting over and then looking strong in front of the crowd, right in front of the people, in front of the fans, especially on social media where it's easy to talk shit. So, um, a lot of these things, uh. So um, you you want to look like you have the last word. You want to look like you have uh, the the best zinger, the most wit, the the most angas comeback. So this is exactly what happened here. And it's so easy to derail whatever story you were trying to tell by, you know, um, trying to be the guy with the zinger, with a with a memeable viral clip on the mic, right? So that's what happened here. And it's funny because Ed shouldn't have been that guy. He was the face in the story. He was the statesman. He was a legend. And he shouldn't have debased himself and Ricky Starks, who he's supposed to be helping put over as you know a future star of the company. And he just really tried to take it in a different direction because it was a heat of the moment. Like you don't think in that moment, you just you just feel like you want to be the better guy. You, you want to be the, the, the cooler guy in that, in that moment. So, you know, it was pretty bad. And see Ricky Starks, man, uh, yeah. on the mic and the whole thing just got derailed. And it was so awkward because it was one of those things that they were firing quickly back and forth that, you know, okay, they're, 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 they're taking the piss out on each other. It's, this is not part of the story. This is not, part of the typical promo beat that you say something I'll wait then you that other guy will say something else they were really just going after it on each other they got pissed off somebody got pissed off um they both got pissed off in the moment and it was bad um somebody should have nipped it in the bud and then refocused back on whatever story they were telling in that really really messy opening segment um if it was uh, well, it should have been Edge because yeah, he was the veteran. He was the the kuya, So why are you acting like a man child here? So um, it was a little more forgivable for Ricky because he was the heel, but somebody had to focus on the story and not devolve the whole thing, and that was really just disappointing. I don't know if it was because walang script, walang bullet points even you just go out there and talk that's what he said no no when he when he addressed christian that first night on dynamite right uh just went out and talked and uh i hope that um edge at least or at least brian as well they took stock of that segment and how terribly people are 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 commenting about it how how bad the reaction is on social media how awkward we all felt it was and they figure out a way to one talk it out because you know apparently there's there isn't a lot of talking out going on in AEW <laughs> backstage and to find a way 
to fix the creative process, whether it's by Tony Khan, the agents, the writers, if there are any writers, and the wrestlers themselves to make sure that something like this doesn't happen again. Like, uh, group chat, you didn't lay out what you were going to say in the ring. Like, sometimes it happens like that. You just, yeah. just fire off the hip and, you know, um, make it make it all about the the backstage insider zinger so that it, it looks all cool and angas, diba? and that's how a lot of it got derailed back then over here so you know it was pretty disappointing and i hope that they found a way to learn from all of it Ako, yung, yung take, sorry emil uh, i'll go to you in a bit but uh my take on this as a mic guy is madaling madiskaril yeah, yeah. promo ka in the ring that's yeah. that's a reality you're reacting to so many things. There's the crowd. There's yung kapromo mo. There's your own uh, thoughts, the nerves, the bana. You're trying to hit your points. You're trying to remember what you have to say, and that you want to look good while you're saying it. That's all a given. But jump uh, pasok yung presence of mind. Na kailangan meron kang uh, awareness na okay, I have to hit my cues and I have to make sure na I don't go off the rails para yung story hindi siya ma derail ng basta basta. And I think dun sila nagkulang dito. Uh, you know. Um, one of them lost focus, so the other lost focus, and then the entire segment just really went off the rails. So um, I, I will agree with you na kapag ganyan, the one who should be more uh, most accountable is the veteran. Kasi uh, technically, ikaw yung naglilid ng segment. So uh, it, it, it just really is what it is. And I feel bad na, uh, for one, uh, ito yung nangyari kay Adam Copeland, and two, that we still keep calling him Edge. <laughs> Three weeks <laughs> after and, he debuted. Yeah, eventually I'll get around to call him Cope, like, like Taz does. <laughs> <laughs> Masasare tayo one day, one day. Um, hindi tayo parang mass man show na merong air horn every time we call him Edge. But you know, uh, Adam Copeland, Cope, uh, we're, we're gonna get used to it. All right, Emil, your your turn. I knew when I first watched this promo that something was off. Uh, is this a part? This is this a part of the story? Because then the first one, I'm like for few details. Si Ricky Starks and Brian Danielson. Yeah, it's yeah. not really Adam and Ricky. So that. That kind of felt off, and I got CM Punk flashbacks. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest, because he no, also CM Punk did... didn't do that. I, I'm gonna give no, him credit when to, he to when Phil. he like... called out Hangman. Yeah, that was, he called he out Hangman, script. pero he didn't like you know go into business for himself yeah, with yeah. Hangman in the ring. Pero yeah, I, I got I got yeah, yeah. CM Punk flashbacks in there. Pero like I agree with both of you. Edge should have known better, even though Siriki make make. May fault din siya don na uh, yeah. you know, pa niya. That's why Adam got so heated on him. Yeah, but yeah. he should have known better. He's the veteran. Like you know, you, you have this twenty-five years of experience. Pero don parang hindi di mo ba nagamit yung lahat ng mga tinuro lahat ng mga tinuro sa lahat ng mga tinuro mo to the younger guys. So eh, parang at that point he kind of lost it for a bit. Yeah, what the hell? And, man? and next time, dapat talaga. Ito yung cons ng unscripted promos. Like, things can easily go off yeah. rails pag walang, walang isang direction yung promo. So, yeah. hindi naman sa sinasabi ko dapat lahat ng promo scripted. But dapat they should stick mainly to the major points like Stan said. And, um, dapat yun yung presence of mind nandun din to stay on course. I, I was going to talk about this whole thing. I mean, not specifically Edge and Ricky Starks, but the idea of, you know, shooting from the hip when, when you're when you're talking shit about your coworker in the story in, in my podcast. Because, you know, it's happened to, you know, as Stan said to us so many times. Um, what I saw here is that nobody talked about what people were planning to say to each other. 
And when that happens or when that doesn't happen, uh, that's when it's easy to get all up in your feelings. Like it happens. It happens to the best of us. Right. And um, that's why you got to talk. You got to talk, talk, talk. Um, you can't just go out there and assume um, who the person you're working with is going to be cool with everything you say and do. That's why you got to talk. We, we, we're working together in the, in the wrestling business. We're not out there fighting each other. It's one thing, you know, you think we're just fighting each other uh, physically, but you can also fight each other uh, emotionally and psychologically. And that's why CM Punk versus Adam Page happened, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry. The funnier part is that um, it looked wrong because, you know, I, I am a restaurant. I've been in the business. I thought it was just me. But the fact that so many other people saw that it didn't feel right, God, that's how bad this whole thing really was. It it seemed like it was innocuous. It was an innocuous four lines that were exchanged that uh, it was really bad when everyone could spot that it felt off. Just to add to that last point that you said, bro, a promo is still a story. And yeah. at the end of it all, you have to tell that story from start, middle to end. So um, in addition to talking with each other about what you want to say to one another when you're out there, you have to remember that you are telling this story. And if you just devolve into pot shots left and right, then you lose track of that story. You can't finish it as Cody Rhodes would want to do. So. Right. You have to remember that you're telling a story and that a promo is a conversation. Yun pa, diba? It's a conversation between two people who are in character. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sometimes more than two people. So you then, you have to remember in a... Uh, some of these pot shots that you might want to say because oh, magva viral to or oh, uh, this will get a reaction might not be something that your character would actually say. Yeah. So that's another <laughs> thing. Nah, ano, nah, um, when you're less experienced on the mic, it's a mistake uh, that you might be prone to making. So, um, sabi nga ni Coach Shot, learning experience. So for AEW, I think this can very well be a learning experience for everyone, even one of our favorite wrestlers of all time in Adam Copeland. Jesus fucking Christ, I didn't. I didn't think it would take this this soon to get an Adam Copeland controversy in AW. Then they find a way to do it. They they find a fucking way to to get there. <laughs> to be very fair, I wouldn't say that it's a controversy right here. No, now, it is. But... It is now. It's an international incident. I mean, it is a fan. <laughs> it's a fandom incident. People are calling it out. Uh, people are saying how how weird it was. And yeah, like I said, if you can spot, if everyone can spot. The 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 boo boo in the ring, 
where normally the boo-boos should only be spotted by the boys and the girls and, and the showrunner, that, that's when you know you done fucked up. All right. Uh, really unfortunate. Now, it's been one month to see oh. Adam Copeland in AEW, and yet uh, something like this happens, but yeah. it is what it is. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, the picks of the week on this audio-only episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on the Pod Network. And we're back, so uh, you're listening to this on a Wednesday. So yung picks namin dapat until Raw kanina, but that's fine. Um, uh, we're gonna give everyone time to watch Raw, so we're gonna stop at um, Collision, which is the last show from this week that we're covering for picks of the week. Let's start with China's pick, which is from last week's episode of Monday Night Raw from the October 10 edition, and that was the undisputed tag team championship match between. The now former champions in Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso against the former former champions in Kevin <laughs> Owens and Sami Zayn. So Sabini Chino, he liked this match because let's face it, the wrestling's always great when these four guys are involved. And then more than the match itself, na appreciate ni Chino that Kevin Owens finally showed Jay Uso the respect that Jay uh, was due. Right? For him, uh, this was the perfect way to end the feud, especially now that we know that si KO is eh, naging kapalit, kapalit ni Jay Uso on the way to SmackDown. Sabi ni Chino, it adds depth to what's becoming a deeper storyline involving Jay Uso and it makes, me, it makes Chino wonder what the plans are for KO now that he's on SmackDown. Alright, so this match was the main event of Raw. It was... And hindi ko alam ito na para yung final final match of the Sami Kale tag team for a while. I mean, we never know. They might get back. Or past Survivor Series, they will team up again. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a, a blow-off to their tag team. Na, you know, they had one last chance to get back to tag team titles. And and they, you know, they ultimately failed. But in a way, Kevin Owens has finally earned the respect of Jey Uso. So Yun pala yung ano, parang... Uh, Debalik that, Jey Uso finally earned the respect yeah, of Kevin earned, Owens. Sorry. Finally earned the respect of Kevin Owens. So, di ko alam, yun pala yung farewell match ni K.O. So, so, I wasn't expecting him to be traded anytime soon, especially with the story uh, going on with uh, the baby faces and the judgment day. I thought, magka-clash pa sila sa... So, uh, I mean, they, they, they still can, but as of right now, the tag team is, is done. So... Yeah, um, this was a really great match. I mean, Sammy and Cahill, they have been the standard bearers of Raw ever since WrestleMania. Like, every every couple of weeks, they will always have a banger uh, title defense. And I'm going to applaud them for this run. This was, they finally had a run where Hindi Young, they would, they would turn on each other, and they would get back, they would turn again on each other. So this was a good like how many months? Like seven or eight, uh, six months of them being a tag team, and we saw the best of Kami, uh, uh, Sami and Ko as a tag team, and you know Cody and Jay. Nasasali na sa kanila na magit tag team, magit tag team champions, but but we're gonna talk about that on Thursday. It's kind of unfortunate, but they they have this chemistry na nakita din natin nung over the last few weeks including that uh, iconic fast lane na uh, post media scrum so this was a really good match this was a really great match mm-hmm. yeah that didn't take long okay um i, I think you guys already mentioned uh china already mentioned then that why this is good like they got chemistry um sempre it's one of those things uh um one of those feature attractions on Raw. I wanted to comment on Raw itself. Uh, there was something I said recently about uh, 
about SmackDown and why it isn't quite hitting so much for me or for a lot of people lately. Uh, the thing is, somehow Triple H has and Shawn Michaels have uh, made Raw and NXT like must-watch affairs. Like, um, there's always a big thing happening on Raw. Always a big match. At, parang at this point, every week there'll be a big match. There's a big feature match. Like last week, it was this title match, tag title match. Uh, the week before that, it was Gunther versus Champa, and then this week it was Gunther versus Bronson Reed. So they really are making Raw and NXT destination TV viewing for wrestling. Um, I think they learned that lesson from from AEW uh, to to their credit, because Tony Khan would just you know put out the best two hours he could every week, as in every month the Papa pay per view. So this is one of those things. Uh, SmackDown feels like they're getting from week to week to build up to the next PLE if they have a match on the next PLE. And that's why especially after Gunther left uh, SmackDown. So um, they still kind of do it from time to time. But you can tell that somehow that the two-hour runtime is really just being further, uh, is being used to further uh, a lot of these uh, different stories on the show, on the brand. So, yon, um uh, if you guys don't watch Raw regularly, uh, it, to be honest, you know, two hours of you know without commercial breaks, two and a half or so hours without commercial breaks, it, it still is quite long to to process to sit through. But you can be guaranteed, I think, that there is a main event or at least one match that is worth catching from the show, and that's what's really been great about Raw lately. Yeah, uh, I said it before on the pod. I'll say it again. Raw has become the new SmackDown. Sadly. <laughs> and I never thought I'd actually be saying that in my lifetime as a wrestling fan, but here we are. All right, moving on. My pick from last week was uh, the match between Ilya Dragunov and Dominic Mysterio from the Tuesday Night Wars edition of NXT. Yes, sir. Uh, it was such a front loaded card, top, very top heavy with all the huge stars, even an Undertaker cameo. But if you're going to focus on the in ring action, holy crap, you cannot go wrong with Ilya Dragunov and Dominic Mysterio just tearing it up uh, on a random episode of NXT. Like outside of the context of the Tuesday Night War, if you didn't know that that was happening, you'd be like, holy crap, why is this? NXT suddenly so top heavy and why are we getting Ilya Dragunov trying to murder Dominic Mysterio so that's what we got on the 10 10 edition um you know alam na natin how great Dominic is at this point you know it's um it, it's surprising and unsurprising at the same time but to see Ilya Dragunov um just take it to him and really uh make Dominic work like that make Dominic absorb all those hits was really fun really entertaining and i hope that Ilya gets a bit of a break heading into halloween havoc kasi uh you know he he's still kind of recovering from that uh huge match where he finally became NXT champion against Carmelo Hayes so i don't want Ilya Dragunov to have all those extra miles on his odometer outside of the huge tentpole shows and matches that the NXT champion should be having on NXT. With that being said, again, thankful ako that at least we got this match with Dominic. I don't think he cares, right? Like, I mean, we spoke yeah, to him. He told, he told us. If, uh, <laughs> no, if he cared about the odometer, then um, he wouldn't have wrestled all out in this match. And it was just a random match versus uh, Dominic Mysterio, not even the main event of NXT. So yep. um, if he was care, he was, if he cared about not getting injured, he would have taken about load easy. management. He would have, he would have mailed it in, but he did <laughs> not. Uh, so yeah, as uh, to your point about people not knowing <laughs> that there was a war going on, people, people thought I was crazy for daring to say that WWE was afraid of AW, but uh, it is what it is. And yeah, like I said, it is, 
insane how how hard he went. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, I I don't know if Dom was prepared for all of that, but it is. I guess it's his intro initiation to the Ilya Dragunov style, but uh, it was great. Um, I do wish it was a main event. Um, I thought it was the bigger main event than uh, Braun versus Mello part. What four, three? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because um, it, it had actual stakes, and the main event that we got was really a plot device to shoehorn John Cena and Paul Heyman in, <laughs> and the Undertaker, and the Undertaker. So it is what it is. Buti pa yeah. initiation ni Dominic, de ba? Ano lang match with Ilya Dragunov di tulad ng UPJMA. Oh God. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, we one thing uh, nakalimutan natin dito. LA Knight was the special guest referee. And um, again, like I said on Thursday, one of the things that they was uh, NXT uh, didn't capitalize on is they didn't have LA Knight cut a promo because he knew strength. like that was what he was known for. But they did They they really just had him officiate the match. Um, aside from that, uh, again, this this was this is pretty much a one off because uh, um, Dominic has his own feud with uh, Trick Williams and Ilya Dragunov has. Uh, so it's just taking ta- challengers every week. Plus, you see, it may have a storyline done with uh, Melo. So for a one-off match, it was fun. I mean, uh, Ilya really took it to, Dom- to Dominic. Uh, it was a, it was. I, I can get why it was in the main event because again, it was a one-off. Nothing really consequential in terms of storylines. But it was a fun one-off match, and uh, I agree with what you said, Stan. Uh, Ilya should. Take a break for, for at least for a couple of weeks. I mean, so oh, you try bo- telling him, <laughs> you tell him that, but yeah, we cannot tell Ilya that, I guess, because <laughs> he's a wrestling machine, we literally a wrestling machine. Yeah, all right, let's get to the next one on our list. This one is from Rowan, who picks uh, a match from SmackDown over the weekend Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso in their final successful tag team championship defense against A Town Down Under. So, in a comment din siya on A Town Down Under, because during their entrance, they're very hateable. Clearly, naman, but these two guys, um, Grayson Waller and uh, Austin Theory, they know how to heal it up. And, um, He's also enjoying how Grayson Waller is getting the Austin Theory rub because now Grayson Waller is getting uh, involved with all of these established stars and the legends like Cena, John Cena. Uh, Sabini Rowan, the match was kind of quick but still fun and he never thought that yung combo of the 3D or the 1D uh, and the Cody Cutter together would actually look cool. And, and Cody 1D at ay tawag uh, ng commentary. Yeah, yeah. I thought Cody it was Cody. Cody, diba? No, like Michael. No, that's Cole what I heard from him. Yeah, somebody Michael Cole is Cody One D. Okay, I'm confused yeah. now. Hindi niya narinig ko. Both at Fastlane and on SmackDown. So yun. Um, nagusta naman ni Rowan yung finish niya because it. Uh, I, I guess it punctuates the match. Ako rin. I I kind of agree. Um, it's nice that the Cody Cutter can finally be used to end the Cody Rhodes match. <laughs> yeah. Sige, go Emil. Um. Yeah. I. I Really like as well yung team ni Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Pero I do think they're just using this as a plot device to maybe turn Austin Theory to a babyface because wow. uh, like we said, How? Uh, why? Yeah, Shapa? Shapa? no, because because I think the heel run has run uh run its course and it, it he, him as a heel just doesn't just does doesn't work. Must heelish must 
better Austin Fury si Grayson Waller over Austin Fury as a heel. So maybe as a face, they can do something new with that. So maybe this is just the cooking something with this team. And eventually, we're going to get an Austin versus Waller feud. And Austin is going to be the baby face. Ano but yari, will Austin Fury uh, de- descend into squalor? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have that than the the bum ass, lose bum his ass hair? theory. Yeah, <laughs> bum ass theory. <laughs> but I guess but right now them teaming up, it's it's fun to watch. And again, the match again, like Rowan said, the match was quick, but it was fun. And ito ito yung akala ko na we will get Cody and Jay as a, as a tag team champions for a long time. Because again, they. I didn't realize they have undeniable chemistry and they can definitely do what KO and Sammy did for those six months where you would have great title matches on television each and every week. But you know, I know we're gonna talk about it on Thursday. Unfortunately, then it's not gonna happen um anytime soon. So yeah, for what it was, it was fun and uh looking forward to more uh Waller and Fury together. Yeah, I didn't think much of this because um, yeah, it was quick. Um, as again, all things on SmackDown lately have been. Um, what I did like about this was that, um, I said for the longest time, the the tag team championship picture was looking like uh, Austin. Uh, sorry, um, Ka- Sammy and sorry, no, Sammy and Kevin and uh, the Judgment Day, and then uh, so Somadesi, Jay and Cody. And then I thought for a while it was going to be around, uh, revolving around these three. And then uh, Austin Theory and uh, Grayson Waller. And I appreciate it because uh, they finally included someone who isn't, you know, in that uh, big upper mid card slash main event scene on Raw. And uh, at least somebody thought to throw them a bone, right? Um uh, with the whole uh, Judgment Day winning the championship again, uh, or getting ahead of myself, I just hope that um, they continue to include the other tag teams. Say, you know, the Kalamo when uh, when Cody and Jay won the fast lane was that okay? It's not an actual tag team in the tag team division who are doing really well. It's it's uh, it's another plot device to serve the purpose of these main eventers. So, you know, um. But it was great. Uh, SmackDown is really good at the quick TV matches. And uh, I think the measure of uh, really good, really elite uh, WWE wrestler is how well you can stay used to these really quick matches, quick sprints. Uh, if you guys notice, uh, they really try to fit in a lot of these spots and sequences as much as they could within five to six minutes or so. And that is not easy. I say uh, a longer match would be um, a longer match would be a little more easier on your cardio. I say you get to have rests in between, but if you're going from bell to bell in less in around or less than five minutes, then you have to be fully conditioned for that. So there, uh, that is Rowan's pick of the week. Uh, let's get to meals for the next one. All right, so my pick is from Collision. It's the TBS title match between Chris Statlander and Sky Blue. Uh, this is a really good match. I didn't, like I didn't expect coming in that it would be uh, such a such a great great match. I know you uh, booking TK the uh, the AEW Women's Division needs a lot of improvement, but uh, once in a while we would get title matches that that are this good. So this is uh, pretty much one of them, and. 
I gotta applaud. I gotta give. I, I have to give give props to Chris Statlander. Uh, she has been the solid workhorse of this division ever since coming back. Uh, putting and she's been putting on good performances lately. Uh, whether it's on Rampage or Collision. Um, so sobrang solid ng reign so far as the TBS title. And I'm glad that she's back and fully healthy. Because sobrang I think it was a year na nasayang that we always get. Um, we always get her back, then get gets injured, and then uh, long long time no awalasha. So this was this has been much the first time that we got her for an extended period of time, and she's been she's been nailing it with her performances lately, and uh, also Sky Blue has improved so much in ring as well. Plus, I think this is finally gonna be the break because uh, they've been teasing. Uh, my character worked this is Sky Blue um, lately with uh, ever since Julia Hart. Um, you know, um, she got missed by Julia Hart. And if you've been watching uh, AEW programming lately, you've been uh, eyeing, uh, you've been watching Sky Blue. Uh, she's been acting more heelish lately because of you know, and her uh, makeup's getting dark. Basically, the same way that Julia Hart uh, had that slow burn uh, heel turn. So same thing is happening with Sky Blue. And very, I'm very interested on what uh, this is, what this uh, might lead to. Maybe we're gonna get a tag team between uh, Hart and Sky Blue, or maybe we're gonna get fi- um, uh, a character change for her. Because before she's kind of like a, she's just there as a baby face, but now finally make character development. So it must mean a TK. Is now investing uh, her as a character in AEW canon. So again, but this was a really good match, and can't wait to see uh, more of Sky uh, from from now on. Oh, I'm sure you're not the only one who wants to see more of Sky Blue. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be a bit of a joke, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up joining House of Black and then you know becoming Sky Black. Uh, say <laughs> there is another Sky Blue. Yes, in the world, yes, semi-popular. So, Megan, uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, Emil said that Tony Khan has been investing in Sky Blue. Um, he has been doing that for a while. Um, I think uh, Tony Khan understands the appeal of Sky Blue. Um, I don't think it's hard to miss. I'm not gonna explicitly <laughs> name it here, but um, un- other than that, uh, she has really been uh, improving. Uh, it, that that is true. And when you have someone who is a solid worker, that plus me look pasha, then um, there is the uh, you know uh, occasional opportunity to go viral. Uh, I think uh, Tony Khan at least understands that he has a winning package in Sky Blue. Uh, he's she's been given a lot of ring time. Uh, over the past few months, uh, on the shows, right? Um, that's what I've always wanted for Tony Khan to do is to give the women uh, the opportunity to work and work and work um, in, in on the big shows, on TV. Uh, that's why you can't just relegate them to the one segment, one match a week. I say, uh, how are these women going to get better if they don't get the reps? Uh, you, you have to take a hit with your uh, ratings to you know, um, invest in the long game with uh, uh, with these women. Because if you can do it for the men, then there is no reason you can't do it for the women. Uh, I know that there is a bit of disparity happening here, but uh, you do have to take a chance on them and let them you know progress at the pace that they do. And uh, Sky Blue, I've been a fan uh, for a long time now. She has been steadily, uh, visibly getting more comfortable in the ring. Mas solid na yung galonya, hindi siya awkward panoren. I I I 
compare it to uh the early career Becky Lynch when she was you know uh still the uh often forgotten member of the four horsewomen um a lot of people were in favor of Charlotte were in favor of Bailey and Sasha but to me Becky was always the one who was more most comfortable in the ring moving around in the ring and actually wrestling so I think Sky Blue has gotten to this point and yeah it was because she got the time she got the reps um, maybe you could say it was pretty privileged, but um, at least this one worked out for her. And I think it will continue to work out, especially now that Inga Emil said that she is going to get uh, a, a more substantial story moving forward. I'm just really curious kung magiging trope ba to sa AEW na pag naduraan, naduraan yeah, ka ng House of I Black have... member, <laughs> magiging House of Black member ka na rin. Ano mo yun? Ang intindi ko is pag naduraan ka ng House of Black member, you just turn heel. Like like how Bray Wyatt would do the thing uh, to the yeah. people in WWE. But if you interact with Bray Wyatt, you get corrupted somehow, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping it's that because nobody needs to be added to House of Black right now. So be fair, the si Miro na missed it. Yeah. And then we were they they were teasing him possibly joining House of Black, but it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah but but Miro's turned heel now. Yeah, but Miro's always been a heel. No. Yeah, in a matter he was a face speaking. at some point. Really? No, no, he wasn't. Like when he came what back, when, when he came back, as the redeemer again. Okay. I, but I, it was a little more gray than that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it, I, I, I think it needs some work. Like yeah. I, I don't want it to be a trope. Because it's a meme na siya eh. Ana duran ka magi house of black ka. Alright, you're gonna turn heel. Like it, it's, it's. I, I would like for there to be diverse results. Like pag naduran ka, something else has to happen. I don't no, want it to I be think... automatically house of black or heel turn. No, I think the heel turn is deliberate. Like, um, it's a way to get there. Like, uh, it's their uh, narrative device, diba? So, um, it's the urn. It's their urn, diba? Uh, where the urn controls the Undertaker. I, I don't mind that. I just hope. I mean, it's been a while, than a month since it happened to Julia Hart. So, um, if in yet. Miro got missed, but nothing happened to him for real, for real. Like he didn't get corrupted the way Julia Hart was corrupted. Yeah. Um, if they don't lean into that too much, I I, I wouldn't mind just the heel turn itself. All right. Okay. Uh, we are down to our last pick of the week. So Ro, finish it off here. Yo, and the main event of the weekend: Brian Danielson versus Christian Cage. Okay. Uh, no. Introductions, you don't need to know why I picked this. Uh, it's Brian, it's Christian. They are two uh, proper veterans and living legends of the game. Uh, as I said, nung bonus episode, or sorry, nung, nung live stream, uh, Christian is the top heel in AEW right now. Uh, de facto, bar none, like, you know, MJF turned face to us. So uh, Jay White isn't there yet. And it's Christian who is the meme. Kaya siya yung, ano, siya yung default talaga. And they went out there and had themselves a pretty, actually, ironically, WWE-style match. WWE main event-style match. Um, some people might not like that. Maybe you want like a Young Bucks type of indie, indie wrestling-esque spot fest. Totally cool. But uh, you can't deny how good this was. Like the crowd, I think they got the first, this is awesome. And only this is awesome chant of the evening. And the serve of the mind. Uh, it was... Meat and potatoes. Uh, tell the story. Work the work the arm. Work the the body part. 
and then uh, have a mad scramble for the finish because it is for a TNT championship. It is for a championship. So you got to make the people feel that there are uh, big stakes on the line. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, see, it started out slow, but, you know, Kristen and Brian, Brian especially, are the best in is the best in uh, the falsies, the false finishes, uh, especially in the latter half. Um, there was a point there that I literally thought that Brian was going to win. Uh, I think it was the the bell lock. Uh, they somehow found a rope break for, or the oh yeah, it was the busaiku knee that that Christian somehow kicked out of. So legit, you know, I thought it was. Uh, I I didn't catch the results beforehand. So um, even though I knew that we predicted that it was going to be a Christian win, I say Christian is the guy right now. Uh, I thought they changed the last minute plan because I said, farewell to Brian Danielson. So yeah, super great, super, really great. And uh, it was really great as well how um, they just straight up didn't factor in, you know, did they factor in an uh, interference? Ricky, uh, Ricky Starks. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky. Oh, Ricky so he wasn't banned. Right, right, right. Ricky Starks wasn't banned specifically because he only banned uh, the Christian coalition. See, si big building. He interfered, <laughs> got yeah, the yeah. ref's attention. Yeah, Ricky yeah, yeah. Yes, drove yes. by. That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, they found a way. So you you said this before. And uh, you can have the dirty finish. Just you know, just take the crowd for a ride first. So uh, that's where I finally truly understood that. <laughs> So uh <laughs> please watch this. Um it's one of those things uh sorry, one of those things uh they were trying to do with CM Punk and FTR when Collision first uh premiered. They wanted to do the whole 30, 25 to 30 minute main event, but punk being punk, Mejo out of his prime now, he didn't quite uh do that well. Like uh if you remember the first few times he was uh, stuck in those 30 plus minute main events, he was really just in it for like the hot tag or, uh, you know, uh, really working slow. But Brian kept up the pace and performance. Uh, so this was the best use of that format of their, of their trope of having really long main events on collision. Come on, Emil. Um, Hindi sila nag naghalap sa WWE in a singles match, right? When parang meron, they did. Uh, they probably did on NXT. Uh, they were both part of NXT season one, yeah. so it right. wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be out of the question that nagkita sila. Yeah, but, yeah, they had a raw match in Feb of 2014. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah because yeah. they were both in the elimination chamber. Okay. They also had a July 2013 SmackDown match. So meron kasi nagkabutan nga sila as full time <laughs> oh, yeah. performers. Yeah, pero yung sasabing ko sa this is one of my dream matches. Eh. Like yeah, maybe the TV matches they were short, pero this is one of my dream matches. Now Brian versus Christian because they both are so good in their own way and you know I was proven right with this match like uh, this is I don't know if it's recency bias but this is tied with the first FDR versus Bullet Club Gold Tag match as my 2023 AEW match of the year so far that's how good I think this match uh, was um, like well said they pretty much worked you know the typical WWE style made it and it works you know you don't have to really do anything much you know um plus the crowd was kind of lukewarm throughout the show but this match they really got up for it and uh, sila dun sa fun and excitement dun sa match na yon. and uh again for a farewell for a farewell tour Brian has been putting on bangers this year he parang he's their 
wrestler of the year so far kasi every match that he has been so uh, he even may ano na yun, may injury pa siya sa lagay na yun ha? he had an injury yeah. um months ago but ever since coming back he's been he's been pulling on really amazing matches so parang in a way like I, is this really maybe the end of Daniel Bryan as a full timer? Because he's been pulling out like parang inubusin his sarili niya. Eh, na parang gusto is... mo lalo atang may injury yung arm niya. Sabi nga niya, di ba? Wala na siyang full functionality in the arm. Yeah, but he's wrestling like he's wrestling like yeah. that with uh, still a broken arm. Like yeah, that diba? thing hasn't fully healed. Yeah, di ba? So I don't want this to be a fa- like talagang farewell. Like I, I want to see more of this. Maybe he'll take some rest in between, but I want to see more. Because this has been, ito na yung best stretch ni Brian since he came to AEW, in my opinion. This has been the best stretch that he had. He had. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to call attention, or I want to pay attention rather to Christian's little things. You know, when I say the little things, it's the small details he adds to the matches. Things like him uh, doing the eye poke. That's something that heels nowadays don't necessarily do a whole lot of anymore. Or the way na uh the, the way na si Christian would really target a specific body part. Like yung, yung injured arm ni Brian Danielson. Uh the way that Christian works as a heel really paints a picture of how smart the character and the actual wrestler is. And that's something I appreciate about Christian matches. Because he's never going to be the biggest. He's never going to be the most imposing. So he always will try to outwit you. And it's always entertaining to watch because he's a heel. Because And you can see the wheels turning in his head, both in character and as a, as a human being. Especially with him being the business for as long as he has been at the age of uh, 49. So ayun, um, that's something I really love watching whenever I see a Christian match. So... um. I, I I was certain that this was gonna be part of our picks of the week episode, and I'm glad now you know we had some time to talk about it here on the podcast. So there, yeah. Um, uh, right. Those are our picks. Uh, just a quick recap again uh, for Chino. It was Ko and Sammy versus Cody and Jay from last week's Raw. For me, it was Ilya Dragunov versus Dominic Mysterio from NXT. For Rowan, Cody and Jay versus A Town Down Under for uh, SmackDown. For Emil, Chris Statlander versus Sky Blue from Collision. And for Roe, Brian Danielson versus Christian Cage from Collision. If you want to be part of the conversation for our picks of the week, as always, you know where to find us. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. And then on Twitter and on TikTok, it is at Wrestling2XPod. We'll catch you on Thursday at 7 p.m. for our normal Wrestling Wrestling Podcast live stream. You can catch it on Facebook and on YouTube. Just look for us and follow us there at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to be there. Uh, Rowan and Emil are going to be there. It's going to be a great time as we talk about the rest of the happenings from this week in wrestling. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper for all of the work that he does behind the scenes and everyone as well over at PNA for the work that they do to help keep this podcast going. And thank you to every listener, subscriber, and follower of the podcast for supporting the show. We'll catch you again next week. Follow us, or on Thursday, follow us at War at Chino Supersized, at EML underscore Meister, uh, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. On behalf of Emil Nate and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C. Another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is in the books. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. 
The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.